All right. Hey there, everybody. We are live for episode 73 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Thursday, 8-11, and this is not the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox. He is on vacation with the fam. Take him down to, uh, what was it, Disney, Disney World? I've still never been, so I'm yes. a little bit jealous. Um, but he he went down there for the week, so it's it's me and and your boy, Jared. Yeah, that's right. Interesting fact about me. I went there when I was around like seven or eight years old and I actually got lost for my family. So I just like was just like, you know, nowhere to be found. I don't know really what happened. You know, there's a cool fountain, something else shiny. And all of a sudden I was just separated from the group. So um, interesting fact there. But, you know, it's a two man squad this for this podcast. And, and you know, me just got it when we're, we're ready to go. All right, so if, if uh, you are watching on YouTube, don't forget you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Uh, be sure to subscribe, unsubscribe, and uh, resubscribe. If you listen to us long enough, you know what Ryan's going to say here after that. Um, click the bell, turn on notifications, all that fun stuff. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us your bungee friend requests. We like to do all kinds of stuff, GMs, uh, dungeon runs, set up uh, set up some raids whenever we, we get enough people on. It'll be, it'll be a blast. Um, and this week we're going to start off with a, with a pretty good twab, lots of, lots of good changes. And, and we'll get, get into that right after this intro music brought to you by everybody's favorite link. You can find them on, on Twitter at link of time G and here we go. All right, everyone. This uh, twelve this week is pretty good. Uh, Sam wrote it, and she's also got joined by Mercules nine hundred four, one of the new Bungie hires that used to be uh, one of the hosts of the Massive Breakdown podcast, and he's been over there uh, tuning up some weapons that we're about to get into. Um, but if you want a quick summary of what we're going to be talking about here, it's going to be uh, they buff some un- unutilized weapon archetypes, so scout rifles and heavy grenade launchers and PVE high-impact auto rifles and lightweight bows. Um, they buffed multiple perks and fixed some bugs on some others, and they updated perk descriptions to be more accurate, and they buffed multiple exotic weapons, and a lot of intrinsic anti-champion mods has been added. There's a rework to a few of the painful exotics that's been going on in PvP, and they updated some per- perk pools for Dares of Eternity weapons and also gave them a new origin trait. So first up is going to be some global changes. They fixed an issue in their 30th anniversary update that caused too much heavy ammo to drop when you're running double special weapons. Uh, this doesn't feel great. I wish they probably would have left this uh, in the game, but I understand what they're doing there. It should be a, uh, a difficult do- thing to do in the game to run double special with heavy. And then several weapons had the some stats hidden, but now it'll be fairly that you can look at whenever you inspect a weapon in the weapon screen. So that's airborne effectiveness. We I a lot of times just say AE, and then recoil direction, zoom, and aim assist are now visible when viewing the weapon. Nice. Overall, good good changes there, right, Chad? 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely excited to actually see a stat because uh, making guesses or or directly messaging my boy uh, Jared here. Hey man, uh, this is what I got equipped. How much is my AE right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I got to do to get this gun to be plus seventy? Um, it, I I don't want to do that to him, so I I don't. But uh, it's going to be nice to actually have a stat there that I can see, um, and and kind of work around there because right now I've been ignoring it. Uh, mm-hmm. For now, because I don't have that, so mm-hmm. having that will let me play with it and actually mess around with it. It's gonna be interesting to see if it gets updated, like when you put Icarus on or not. If it's gonna move the stat up by fifteen, or like if you have it um, an armor piece on, like Foe Tracer, how it increases all weapons by twenty. Like I wonder if that's gonna just automatically update or not, or you have to know that's going on in the back end. All right, scout rifles. Um, the, you know, they can still use some more love in PVE. So the increased damage of all scout rifles versus minor enemies by uh, 10%. So good chance chains there. I mean, scout rifles right now have unstoppable mod, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's unstoppable. So, I mean, I feel like that's the only reason I ever run scout just because I have to use it instead of using an unstoppable glaive. So that's kind of why I use it. Um, High impact auto rifles. I've always said these things need more need stability help whenever you whenever I talked about them. So I'm usually going at the polygonal. Well, that might change now. So across the board, these weapons are getting six to twelve stat points of stability depending on uh, where the weapon is at. So overall, this this weapon should just feel way better whenever you're holding down the trigger and firing it. Um, lightweight bows. Um, they get a little less use in PVE because they just don't do as much damage or arrow as the precision. So um, they're going to try to counteract that a little bit by reducing the draw time by 5%. And then also increase the perfect draw window. This is whenever like you have your max aim assist cone along with it's going to also be the most accurate at that point too. So um, on the depending on the stability stat. So from the low end, it goes from 0.3 seconds to 0.5 seconds. And the high end, from 0.55 seconds to 0.8 seconds. So, Chad, like, before this change, is only from a half a second to 0.55 seconds to have that perfect draw window, which seems pretty crazy. Like, I don't even know what the math checks out. Is that even a frame difference for OG consoles? Oh, for consoles? I don't think so but i mean it'll be uh, it'll it, it increases the window quite a bit mm-hmm. like it's it's a more than 50 percent increase on the low end mm-hmm. um it's from third from 0.3 to 0.5 so yep. that's that's a that's a decent increase in in the amount of time you have to get that shot right um and i mean if, for bow players that are already used to it it's just going to give them a little bit more of like a little bit more leeway to, yeah. to hold the fire there for a second. If they're already mm-hmm. used to it now, they're going to have an extra 0.2 seconds to be like, all right, let me make sure I line it up and then like let it loose. Um, so, I mean, overall, that's just a good change. It, it, yeah. Extending that amount of time is, is, is only going to be, it's going to be only helpful mm-hmm. to, to players and make bows more of a thing. More people want, cause you got to hit it in that perfect window or yeah. it, it doesn't feel as good as it as just shooting a scout rifle does. Cause it's just, as long as you time your shots right, you're just shooting. So a mm-hmm. bow, you have to get it right on that right on that sweet spot before it feels really nice. For us, bow spot, I don't use bows very often, except for when it's bows have overload for the season. Are you the same way, Chad? 
Yeah, unless it like if it doesn't have a uh, a a anti anti barrier that season, I don't really touch them. Um, anti barrier, I think it was or when we had overload that was really fun with bows. Yeah, because you just line up the shot, wait for the guy to round the corner, and then bang, and then automatically overloaded and just start laying into it with everything else. Um, and it felt good, especially with like when everyone was running Tikus or doing Laymanark. That was just a, it was just a fun time, you know. Um, but yeah, bows don't really get a lot of play out of me unless they have a champ mod going that season. Uh, next up is a hand cannon. Dire Spawn assume actually got changed to a 13. And so now it's a 14. So anybody's got some uh, range finder opening shot ones hanging out in the vault. I think there's a range finder snapshot sold by Zer at one point. So um, yeah, that, this is going to be a, a, it's a very good feeling hand cannon for the most part in that connect slot. Uh, next up with glaives, their interactions with some exotic armor pieces can be confusing. So they explicitly made some changes to align better with their stated goals. So glaive melee attacks can now activate exotic armor perks on ACDO feedback fence, Karstein ornaments, and necrotic grip. Um, wow. Yeah. Karstein's, you can just stay alive. Yeah, yeah. I just stab and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then necrotic. Also, you stab something and it just blows up with a poison cloud. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. That man. would make glaives fun. Like, all it needed was for that stab melee attack to be considered a melee, not a weapon attack, because it's not considered a weapon attack for any of the perks. Yeah. So it doesn't get any of the benefits from being a melee attack. Or from the perks from being a, a weapon attack. It was always in a weird spot. So having that interaction there is going to be a lot of fun. Um, especially for, for Warlocks, apparently. So, I mean, ACO Feedback Fence is pretty good. But I feel like it's not going to be near as good as the other two. Right, Chad? Like it's just, Oh, no. Yeah. I love Feedback Fence. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It was one of my, fav- one of my favorite Destiny 1 um, mm-hmm. exotics just forever i loved it i enjoyed it very much um because the the shoddy the shoddy punch was a big big deal in pvp and this thing was hilarious if you can get the punch first Mm -hmm. um so i like them and i always have a set that's that's you know infused up so i can grab it if i want to just mess around but um the no the warlocks are definitely going to get a really good use out of this for sure especially in pve it's going to be a lot of fun for them Mm, yep all right, next up is breach action grenade launchers. That's the the one shot special ones. Concussion grenades will no longer uh, roll in the magazine magazine slot. So they signaled that out that they no longer roll in the magazine slot. And of course, blinding grenades are better in the same slot and serve the same purpose. So my question to that is, Chad, just hear me out. Like, what if concussion grenades moves to perk three or four? And it has unstoppable built into concussion nades. Ooh, and intrinsic, intrinsic I, unstoppable. Yeah, and like it's on the legendary weapon, but it's a just a random roll that you can. That get would there. set a neat precedent because yeah. that would mean that they could add anti champs to perk rolls, so you could mm-hmm. get a specific gun with a specific perk that has an anti champ to it, um, instead of it just being an intrinsic to the gun. Um, I mean. Yeah, that's a neat idea. It'd be yeah. cool to see if they could do it. 
All right. Uh, heavy grenade launchers. You know, they really haven't been good since Shadowkeep, I feel like. Um, so they don't see a lot of support in PvE because Bungie has nerfed them into the ground ages ago and never touched them again. So um, they're getting 10% extra damage versus majors and above. But this excludes Parasite because I guess it doesn't need any more damage. But Darn it. You know what? I mean, why not? Just have it be... Just have it just be that good, you know? Make everybody build up Parasite. It There's should be a- to <laughs> everything above majors except raid bosses. Because then it's like, all right, I get it. Yeah. I get where you're going. All right, yeah. raid and dungeon bosses are different. Named bosses are different, whatever. But that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so um, one of the things I remember using with the heavy grenade launcher for a long time was... What's the other one in the heavy slot to where everybody used on Riven? Oh, uh, Prospector. Prospector, yep. That's whenever your um, your Titan Barricades was like give you insert reload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just sit there and just <laughs> launch them because it fired yep. real fast. It had a, mm-hmm. a mag size of eight, I think. Yeah. So, so it was just like thump, 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 thump. And then you just keep getting another round back in the mag and you just get six people just shooting. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, that does it for like general weapon changes. So we're going to talk about Days of Eternity weapons. They are um, getting updated perk pools and adding an origin trait. So I, I'm just going to guess that the weapons that I have in my vault, the god walls that I have of those weapons, are not getting updated with the trait, and I'll have to get new ones. I'm willing to bet that's what's going to happen, um, which is sad, but... Because like if it had happened in the season that it was that that they came out, everyone would have been just grinding it the whole time. It depends on what the origin trade is, obviously, and if the perks are any good. I mean, they 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 did say that they will be doing that to specific pools of weapons. They'll be like slowly taking like, well, these two perks suck. We're going to take those out and put two new ones in, Mm -hmm. Um, which is nice that they can do that. Um, but again, it's going to be like, like the only reason I'm feeling also like Jared does is because they're also adding an origin trait to it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, dang it. Like, even if I don't like the perks, if the origin train is good enough, it's like, well, now I need my God roll again so that I get also get the trade on it. Kind of like what people did with, uh, reads regret. They're like, well, vice stinger is ridiculous on reads. So now I need my my God roll with the vice stinger on it also. Otherwise, the gun's just meh. It's like, no, the gun's still great, but I mean, Vice Singer's awesome. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's the, it's the same thing. It's like now I need, depending on what the trade is, because if the trade's meh, it's like, eh, I don't, I don't really feel the need to get it. But if it's something good, it's like, shoot. Now I have to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this, uh, they're also addressing issues in Crucible, Gambit, and Strike where weapons weren't randomizing uh, individual perk columns uh, so where perks counted correctly based on number of resets. So it should just be fixed across the board. I don't know. I didn't have any issues with it, but like, I guess like I think I'm on reset three, about to complete reset yeah. three, and sometimes some of the weapons would just have one perk. And then the next mm-hmm. one has three in column three and two in column four. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they'll just get more consistent there. So I think it's it's when you reset the first time it adds a perk into the next slot. And then you reset a second time it adds another slot. And then or the 
you from what I've read on on Reddit, um, you didn't want to reset for the from the third to the fourth. You wanted to just max out and leave it there. Otherwise, it like resets the perk pools back to zero. So you only oh, have one okay. and one again. Um, so that might be what they're talking about. Um, because this was early in the season when people grinded out everything and they got to like four resets and all of a sudden the weapons weren't dropping with extra perk mm-hmm. slots and they okay. were trying to figure out why and it was because they reset past three. Um, so we'll, we'll see in week one if somebody's done that, if that's the case. <laughs> but, definitely uh, a few people out there. All right, now we're going to some perk changes. So Gambit and Iron Banner original traits were just absolutely terrible. You know, we talked about these. It's like, wow, why would you use them? You don't even want to use them in their intended playlist. So they're getting a change. So the Gambit Gambit origin trait, Invader Tracker, is getting changed to Gun and Run. And it's basically you get increased sprint speed uh, on multi-kills. Well, it's better than the Invader Tracker, but oh yeah, made for I, Reapers, dog. <laughs> uh, next, the Skulking Wolf, which is the Iron Banner origin trait, is redesigned to activate on kills while at low health, so it will work in all PvP now, and that should work in PVE too. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't show up, right? I guess like the enemies will automatically know where you're at. I don't know. We'll see. There might be some weird interaction in PVE where they, mm. you're not invis, but you might get like a, a shred of they don't know where you're at. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, ambitious assassin has fallen behind because mostly cause stuff like overflow, and they need to adjust it a bit. So increase maga size, magazine overflow from ten to twenty percent per kill on primary weapons. And special weapons and heavy weapons are still remain at ten percent, and then the overflow cap has been increased from fifty percent to one hundred and fifty percent. So, um, it's pretty good now. It's not a, just an instant throwaway perk. No, I mean it was it was fun on like breach and rocket launchers mm-hmm. because it's like ooh two in the mag. Mm-hmm. Um, but on everything else, it was not good um so having it more match up with overflow without having to run over a brick is 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 nice having it more in line with that just different activation methods is 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 pretty sweet so 10 percent. i guess you would have to get to eight kills eight kills with a rocket to get it to go to three she... Well, no, because uh, um, special and heavies are still at ten percent, so you'd have to get yeah. fifteen kills. But with a uh, with a primary, oh, okay. you get twenty percent per kill. Mm-hmm. So okay. eight kills, and you're already I'm just fifty percent mag. Trying to figure out ways to get my rocket launcher and breach action it's grenade tether, launchers tether group, too. Baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Wellspring. Wellspring had an internal cooldown to prevent it from activating too frequently, and this is no longer needed. So they removed that. And it's also allowing rocket and grenade launchers to return more ability energy when defeating groups with a single shot. A perpetual motion was triggering frequently enough to be annoying, so we disabled the audio and visual feedback on perk activation. I don't like this change. You want to know when it's going on? 
Yeah, I want to know what I have the buff. That's fair. I mean, if it's just in the corner of my screen, it's fine. But I mean, I just I don't need the audio sound, but I still need it. Like just in the corner, just tell me that it's gone. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, all right, left for gold. Wasn't respecting the functionality of splitting the special ammo picked up when two special weapons were equipped. Now gives the correct amount of ammo to each weapon when two special weapons are equipped. So Bungie overall is just nerfing double special special loadouts. And like ways to get around it, um, going into season eighteen. Uh, as we mentioned before, concussion grenades no longer well grenade launchers. And by Stinger, um, Chad, you mentioned this one. They fixed a bug to where it was applying charge time reduction to linear fusion rifles. They will now correctly only refill the magazine from reserves when it triggers on these weapons. Yeah. I mean, Storm Tracer was. Still better than Vice Stinger Linear Fusion, I believe. But I mean, I understand. It's not working the way it's intended. I'll take it. Yeah. I understand. If they meant it to be like that, okay, but they, they didn't. So they're just reverting it to what it should be doing. Yeah. Um, which is sad for all those people that have adept reads that spent the time doing that, but it's still, still really a, good. Amazing gun. <laughs> it's still yeah. an amazing gun. Yeah. Uh, a Zen moment has always had a description that confused players. Uh, particle repeater two, their descriptions have been updated to say what they actually do. So Zen moment does nothing for mouse and keyboard users, and it helps controller players tremendously. And it just basically just removes a uh, screen shake. <clears throat> All right, and that was the time for the fun part. We got some exotic changes. So Chad, go ahead and lead us off there with Lamonarch. All right, baby. So first of all, they're talking about um, they added some anti-champ intrinsics to a couple of weapons. Uh, first off is Layman Narc is getting overload to the poison arrows. So you have to get that. Again, you have to get that perfect shot to, to get the poison. But the poison is going to have the overload, not every shot. Um, Thunderlord is going to have intrinsic overload as well. Uh, Malfeasance is adding unstoppable to the explosions. So after your fifth shot, bang. That first, I'm guessing the first bang is going to unstop and then the rest are going to do full damage on it and then you're just going to keep on doing it. It's going to be fun to to have five people going into the Corrupted and just <laughs> hitting the boss with it real quick to see what happens. Um, yep. And then they also added a plus 25 to the base airborne effectiveness or the AE stat. So it's going from 28 to 53. So you do not need a lot to get yeah. that to that plus 70 which is which is a sweet spot right it's it's 70 where you want it to um, kind of they did some changes now uh 60 is still the point to where um your bullets go straight okay yeah so yeah yeah you're so not that far away at all yeah so plus 60 um then wish ender before another we move on chat getting oh okay for malfeasance it pairs really yeah. well with lucky pants right yes yes so I'm just throwing this out there. Auto-loading holder, holder rocket launcher with time payload. Okay. Switch to your malfeasance. As you unstop the champion with the explosions, the rocket also explodes for an instant delete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we, we did that a lot back in in season um, where Keitel came in that, that season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Season, not season of the, season of the Chosen, I think. Um that season where they added in where they added the the lasting impressions rockets mm-hmm. um but they also rockets had 
was it Rockets had Unstoppable on them? Or no. it was something else? No, it was like no. Kangan or something, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So something else had Unstoppable. So what we did as a group, like Jared and I kind of did it by accident and figured out that it worked out well. We would stick the champs with, with both of our Rockets and then and then wait for a second and then stun them. And then our Rockets just blew up and just deleted the enemies. Um, so you could kind of time that out. But yeah, yeah. If you rocket and then switch them off easements bang 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 that mm-hmm. first explosion is going to unstop them and then they're just gonna all the explosions everywhere so that'll be fun <laughs> i oh, just about my second favorite bow a second favorite okay wish ender tikus wish ender oh. <laughs> so wish ender is getting anti-barrier so we already based on the lore and everything all it was is a armor piercing machine. That's basically what it was made to do with its wall hacks and everything else. It's supposed to be basically just go through everything. Um, so they increased the number of hits versus most targets from two to three. Um, they increased the damage versus champions and majors and mini bosses by 10%. Uh, and then the draw time was decreased from 828 milliseconds to 820. So that extra eight milliseconds i don't know how that's gonna feel <laughs> i don't play with monarch or wish ender but uh you know it's wish ender so it get just another option for anti-barrier is going to be good um so then we're moving to tiku's divination is getting a free small buff from the global lightweight bows so it's getting that draw time decrease from 612 to 580 and then my baby the legend of acreus they say it has fallen far behind other heavy short-range weapons, and it needs a buff. So the catalyst is now going to give it trench barrel. Oh, your boy's excited! I think that might be why they're trying to get rid of. They're trying to get rid of my my two four punch. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. But I can't. No, because part of the two four punch was uh was was what's the the void shotgun in the heavy slot? A tractor. Tractor, yeah, because part of that is tractor and then punch punch. Oh no, it's I'm thinking two four punch, but yeah, no. Acreus is gonna hit like a truck, dude. It mm-hmm. already hits hard, but with trench, I mean it's got four in the mag. So six. six. Oh yeah, that's right. It's got Jesus. So yeah, you'll be able to do two trenches. Yeah, two trenches in a, yeah. in a full full mag. That's gonna be wild. I'm so excited. Um I mean like, and then my- they Liar's handshake pairs well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, that I extra, mean, what else? Extra hard it's hit. Like Synthoseps pair well with this. I mean, I mean, what other exotics pair? That uh, back uh, wrist for the arc. Yep. Right. All right, and then they have another note here. It says different versions of the exotic paired with legendary weapons didn't have matching stats, so we have brought them up to parity. Um, Callus mini tool is increasing the AE from twenty three to twenty eight to match the Mida mini tool. Uh, the Mida mini tool increased the zoom from 13 to 14 to match the Callus mini tool. So those guys are both going to be the same gun because they are. Um, the Drang Baroque uh, is increasing the AE from 21 to 23 to match the regular Drang. Uh, Sweet Business is getting an AE from 27 to 32. 
And it just amazes me whenever they throw in sweet business. This is like the second time it's got an AE increase. It's like they want people to jump in the air with this gun. Yeah. That's the they want gun. people to go from a height uh, to start shooting and fall and yep. just continue to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, Fighting Lions Season 17, 5% buff was rolled back as a part of a larger larger bug. Uh, that's being reintroduced and increased. So all you Fighting Lions stands uh, now receives a intended buff from 5 to 8% increase, uh, and they increase the grace time of the instant reload effect of Thin the Herd from 5 to 6 seconds. So uh, they're they're giving it some love there, too. You fighting line fans have to just, just be wary. You know, you don't want this thing catching on in PvP. It's real close. Don't talk about it. It's real close. I'm about to start running it. I'm real close, too. But uh, just, just be wary. All right, we got some, like, Exotic reworks, some could say nerfs. So, uh, Lord of Wolves. Lord of Wolves has been a thorn in the side of PvP players for a while now, right? It cha- it breaks, it used to break uh, an ammo economy, and uh, it just like kills at a range that's quite far. And so, to make some changes, um, they de- decrease the starting amount of ammo in PvP from 15 to 10. So, it brings in a line, it's got two shots with just like any other shotgun. Reduce the burst size uh, from the trigger pull from 10 to 5 when release the wolves is active. Reduce the burst delay by 60% when release the wolves is active. Decrease Lord of Wolves base damage by 20%. Now deals 35 per shot to the body in PvP and 44 with release the wolves active and then also increased damage in PVE by 20% to compensate. Um, I hope this is enough for PVP where people not running the shotgun anymore. It probably is just for the fact that they changed it from 15 to 10 with starting ammo. Um, but uh, it might end up being better in PVE now. So we will see that means tell, you know, this is a, a gun that's been like pretty much like high up in the meta for PVP, I would say, ever since it came out. And that's mainly because when you start hitting headshots, you start doing increased damage in PVP. Well, that's going to be going away. So let's see what all is happening here. So cranial spike is what that was called when you get a headshot. So it no longer buffs damage versus players. Instead, it grants increased reload, aim assist, and range per stack. But in PvE, it still grants the additional damage. So good job, Bungie, there, separating that out. And then upon reaching maximum stacks of Cranial Spike, the the Catalyst will allow an increase of hip fire RPM by 50. This will now bring it up to 180 RPM, uh, but will reduce the damage per bullet by 20%. So... Not the greatest, but still there, and uh, a lot of cool stuff happening with that gun. You know, you still feel like the western, uh, the western part of the gun that uh, it brings it out. All right, collective obligation. Um, I think you know this pulse rifle. People got it from Val and the boss. Probably ran it for about maybe a strike, and like, all right, this isn't really that good. A lot you have to do to make it work. 
Well, they're going to change that. So they increased the void leech timer to 15 seconds for PVE activities. And then PVP remains at 10 seconds. Remove the cooldown. So they uh, that's how long uh, you used to have to wait 10 seconds before you was able to build up another charge of uh, pulling like suppression, volatile, or what's the third? Suppression. Um, volatile. Suppression, volatile. Oh gosh, I can't think of it. Uh, weaken. We, yeah, weaken. There it is. So uh, now we can just keep pulling them. So, and that's their added twenty percent damage bonus against PVE combatants while Void Leech is active. Takes less hits to fully charge. Uh, void Leech uh, kills against debuff targets. Instantly charge Void Leech. Void Leech is also instantaneously charged. When your character is affected by void debuffs, does not work when hitting yourself with a suppressor grenade. But I mean, if the I, I means now in PvP, if other teams are using a bunch of void, you can kind of yeah, you know you can siphon off of there. I mean, that's that's I think that's part of the change that uh, that that we discussed earlier was there shouldn't be a cooldown on the leech mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, like it shouldn't have a cooldown on it. You should just be able to keep on taking it as long as you want. Um, but adding that that where getting hit by it also absorbs it, that's pretty decent. Like that's gonna be, I mean, it's gonna be neat because the the void enemies still do stuff. Could you imagine doing hmm. uh, because the 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 void hive guardians? Yes, yeah, the, the they, knights they, they suppress. suppress. Yep. Yeah, it's like, hey, now my gun can suppress you back. Yeah. All right, we got some armor changes here. So um, with this update in next season, Whisper Chains and Obinoculus is, you know, can kind of um, be annoying in PvP. But, I mean, people use those a lot in PvE builds. I mean, there's multiple times in Grandmasters I ran Omni to, to make my teammates invisible. So... This change is only going to be in PvP. PvE is going to remain unchanged for these damage resists. So tier 1 used to be at 10%. Now it's down to 2.5. Tier 2 was at 15. Now it's down to 5. Tier 3 used to be at 20. Now it's down to 7.5. And tier 4 used to be 25% and is now down to 10. So whenever you're getting uh, the tiers of damage resist, it means less in PvP now. Big oof. Well, I think it means I think it makes sense in PvP. That's that's pretty hard to tell. Yeah. I mean, I know I know you can see when somebody's invisible or see where there's a crystal, but to know that they have the damage resist too is is it's hard to know. So uh, it's a good change. All right, things that they're going to be looking um, into while in season eighteen and maybe into season nineteen is reducing shotgun spread randomness. I do like that. I wish it was very consistent. <laughs> We're reducing bow swapping effectiveness, increasing trace rifle ease of use, um, the full auto setting uh, should come sometime soon, um, uh, reducing the ability of snipers to shoot through flinch in PvP, examining a small targeted uh, balance changes of certain PvP outliers, 
pulse rifles without a band effectiveness. I'm looking at you, rapid fire frames, <laughs> high impact scout rifles, and precision frame fusion rifles. So, Chad, what's your fusion rifle of choice right now going into PvP? I'm a weirdo, man. Don't ask me that. Like, I, I mean, you're the I fusion guy. In, I go in with uh, with with my what, what's the solar one right now? Um, the, the one everybody. Cartesian, yeah, I go into Cartesian because it's on my character, mm-hmm. and I just don't care. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm gonna spend the time to to create a loadout, I'm going in with my Glacia Chasm. Okay. Which even after pulling almost a hundred of them, I still don't have my God roll. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I'm the RNG boy. The Don is um, just a few months away. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I still love my high impacts because. I don't have to worry that missing a couple shots won't kill my opponent because it needs so little amount of those bolts to hit. And those things can map people because they take so long to charge. They're like, well, your charge time is a second. So we're going to give you as much range as possible. And I'm like, well, I'm going to outrange this guy. This thing's going to be maximum range. And once you get used to it, people don't know what to do unless they've already faced it before. So like partway, like halfway through a match for against the good players, they know what to do at that point. And I'm like, eh, I had fun while I lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean the, the, the adaptive frames right now are still good for people that want to get their feet wet. So having changes to precision, depending on what they do to them is, is going to be, is going to be interesting. Um, so I'm 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 hoping to see some some good because they they did a good job of separating the archetypes of them. So I'm hoping that they can separate it even more, and and precisions can really be their own thing, and uh, and and do well. So I'm 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 excited to see what they do. I'm hopeful. All right, finishing up future goals here or stuff we're looking at. Glaive interactions with exotic armor. Just still looking at that, and then also fixing glaive hit detection. And then we're working some enhanced perks. You know, you look at some of those enhanced perks and what they really, what they give you, like some of them are just like plus five handling. I mean, it's not really that great for the investment that takes into that. So hopefully they address some of that. And then also folding spec mods into base perks. So that, because of my rampage spec, dragonfly spec, stuff like that. Surrounded. Just like, surrounded, just just add it to the weapon and do away with the, with the spec. Um, you know, you know us. We normally skip over mobile of the week, movie of the week, but there was a uh, a little ode to the <laughs> office it. in there about uh, you know the Microsoft meme. It was like don't, and it's um, Banshee whenever looking at Telesto and Telesto's there with like ooh woo and all that stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, Telesto, just stay in your corner. You just just stay over there. It's fine. We'll feed you snacks every now and then. Just just don't get up. So it's fine. All right. Uh, that is it for the twop. Um, so normally this brings us to three likes and dislikes. But as you know, Fox is AFK down in Florida. So it's just going to be two likes and two dislikes this week. As the two-man crew rolls through this episode. So I'll start off with my like. Bungie's continuing to nerf exotics in PvP and leave them good in PvE. I mean, you just look at what they did with Omni, and they just, they just 
brings me joy that they are separating the game in a way. Whatever the engine change they did going into, like between Beyond Light and uh, Witch Queen, they they've done a lot of work to take this game where they, it was really this game was meant to only last two or three years and keep it going like this is, is pretty great. Oh yeah, I'm definitely I definitely am happy about that as well. It it, it it's it's good that they can separate that for everybody. Um, so my like is that Bungie is adding more intrinsic champion options with exotics. Um, I, I mean, we always say that just all exotics across the board need to have some kind of intrinsic anti-champ if that's what they're going for. Um, I think it's something that they need to, I guess they're testing and they're just kind of like batching them out because they, they're throwing in, I think like six, like five or five of them at us, four or five, and they're just throwing them at us. So if they, every season, just here's four more. Here's four more. Here's four more. It's like, great. You're going to hit mm-hmm. all the weapons eventually or all the weapons that people are using anyway. Yep. Um, so keep it coming. Keep keep on doing it. Keep keep doing it. I enjoy it. I don't want to only be using Arbalest forever. Yes. I like it. I love the gun, but I would like to have other options. Um, then uh, uh, Ryan, it looks like Ryan put a like in here. He says that he likes uh, Chidokuro and Jared. Thank you, oh, buddy. Nice. We we enjoy you very much. Um, now Ryan's dislike is uh, not Ryan Fox, uh, so I I think there's it's a little a bit of self loathing right? there. Yeah, it is it is odd, mm-hmm. but I mean mm-hmm. he's not Ryan Fox. Um, yeah. Now my dislike is that Acreus did not get an intrinsic all champions mod. I mean the thing's just a delete button at this point. Just give it an anti everything, like <laughs> anti. Just come on, man. Like it, it's just as soon as it sees a barrier, it just poofs it out of existence. It just yeah. un- it unstops the opponent. It just overloads them immediately. Come on, like it's Acreus, bro. Like, what are the Titan shotgun arms? Uh oh my gosh, they're the old ones from uh from D one, right? Yeah, they're from D one, right? No backup plan. That's the one. No backup plans. Yeah. Enhance thirty AE on shotguns. I forgot about that. Jump yeah. sniping with yeah, yeah. Acreus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my dislike is the secrecy for next season. I just I don't like just keeping so much stuff behind closed doors. Be secretive about it. We get we get a single um, dev tweet that they updated something in their bio, and it's like a seven minute clip of them doing some finishers in game, and we see a green subclass. Like, come, I mean. No spoilies, dog. I'm just saying what's out there on the internet. I'm not saying it's confirmed. I, I know, I'm just I saying, know. but the community just blows up. I mean, uh, there's something so small like that. And it's like, if Bungie just like gave us some breadcrumbs along the way, that wouldn't really be an issue. Like, I'm sure that dev got, got some heat for accidentally putting that update and putting that out there. Like, there's no. Oh, it got no deleted reason. real fast. Yeah. Like, but people already saved the images. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but just yeah. just give us some info. It's it's fine. I think I, I I read somewhere that the the Bungie devs were some of the lore guys were happy with with Haunted the way it was and how it kind of you know it, it brought in a lot of good lore stuff, a lot of really good lore stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as the seat, like as far as a season goes, which I'm sure I think Ryan's gonna want us to do a like seasonal recap next week. So I'm not going to say much, but as far as the season goes, it was, it felt more light, like a, like a expansion season. You know what I mean? Um, but it did bring a ton of lore with it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like they, they, the, in the post I found, they said that they're more excited about this next coming season lore wise gameplay wise than they were for the haunted. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, that might be why they're keeping a bunch of stuff under wraps. Um, and they want to just, you know, I mean, but I mean, like, look at what happened with haunted. They tried to do that too. And then all of a sudden Friday comes along (laughs) and haunted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we'll see if it makes it to Tuesday or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. It it usually uh, does not last all the way to the showcase. All right, um, we talked a lot of weapons already today, so no weapons breakdown. Um, we already gave you some little ideas here or there with uh, these weapon pairings with the exotic changes. Gambling Corner, um, you know, I don't know about you, Chad, but I'm not playing a lot of Destiny during this time. I, I think I got to do a, a few more bounties, and that's... Oh, I finished, man. I got my bounties it. stacked. All I got to do is my solo flawless, and then I can finish the Mass Effect series and be done with that, too. Yeah. Well, good luck with but, that uh, solo yeah. fall yeah. whenever you decide to get uh, that done. So uh, I guess that's the only thing we could gamble on, Chad, between me and you, is if you'll get that done before the season. Oh, I will. I have to, man. Classic yeah, Restoration is the biggest crutch I got. I was going to say, I was like, if you don't get it done on Titan, it's it, you're yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah. After you soloed all the other dungeons with nothing yeah, with, I mean, I, I got first try to Keitel, and I got her below. Like, I got her to like a sliver, like literally mm-hmm. like so close and then she got me yeah i was so annoyed i was right there too and i had two bells left i had two bells in the damage phase like so i was gonna i was playing it safe and i still got ah anyway moving on all right so um that is it for other segments this week except for this one that is gonna be you know a lot of speculation a lot of little goodies to look out for in this weeks to come I mean, it's a, it's just a, a little bit of speculation. We're going to do some this week, some next week. Uh, this week is going to be on me and, and my thoughts. Um, now, like I said earlier, the main issue I'm having with this season is that the lore is all from the past. It's all about Callus's past, uh, Kyle's past. She is his nightmare. So we fight her in his mind. Um, and it's all their story, her story, his story. Uh, we're on the Leviathan doing all kinds of stuff. So there hasn't been a lot of nuggets of stuff to kind of pin on other people. Um, so uh, let's go back to last season, previous speculation we had. Uh, we talked about the Iron Lords because because of the fact that uh, Saladin had a bunch of lore that came out that season, a bunch of it, um, obviously because of what was going on. Um the fallen we were trying to link together. There was a little bit of fallen here and there, some stuff that's going on. Misrax doing his thing in some places, but not really. Um, which also brings in kind of black armory ish, but not really. Um, and then we we had another guess at Callus because Kaidal was still chasing him from last season and from the Glycon, um, and we got that one right. So we were right that the, the Glycon came back or not the Glycon, but the Leviathan came back and it had the Glycon stuff, the, all the egregore on that brought to it, which isn't something we guessed, but I was still pointing at the Glycon as a reason why Callus should be coming back eventually. Um, so it came, came true this season. Um, now the closest things that I have currently are that the drifter has been in the forefront of this season. 
and only in the lore. Uh, he's been in, in, in a lot of stuff. So in the, in the, the Eidolon armor that you get from, from Eris, from the moon, the moon stuff, um, the Eidolon chess piece talks about Eris boarding the drifter ship. Uh, she goes aboard the ship and asks him about samples from the egregore. And he says, ah, it's just kind of here. Like it was just here. And, and she asks him, well, where, where did you get it? And he's like, you don't want to know where I got it. And then she just looks at him and he says, well, it was, it was a really cold, icy place. I'll, uh, I'll take you if you let me drive your ship. And, uh, she shuts that down real fast. Um, and then after poking and prodding him enough, he finally tells her, well, you know that the egregore burns kind of nice. And, uh, she, she figures out that she can do something with that kind of psychedelic kind of stuff. Um, so what she does is in the Eidolon legs, we've, we've talked about all this lore, but just kind of recapping it in, in the Eidolon legs, uh, Eris and the drifter go to Europa in order to, to like do a little ritual thing where they burn an egregore stock or Eris does drifters just kind of around. He's fighting with the fish, uh, cause the fish is still at the camp doing his thing. Um, first mention of the fish coming back again was literally that lore. That's the only time it's come back. Um, they talk about she's on the ziggurat, which is where we went to commune with the darkness to get all of our stuff. Um, and she burns an egregore stock in there and communes with the ziggurat in the darkness, that particular pyramid ship and figures out that there is a resonance that the egregore has with the darkness. Now, lots of people are, are theorizing that, um, the darkness classes so far we have stasis, which is the opposite of solar. Um, they're thinking that resonance is going to be the opposite of void. Um, resonance being that orangey kind of glow, the stuff that's going on a lot in the Valdi disciple, uh, the, all of Rolk's abilities are resonance based. So they're thinking that that's going to be its own thing. Um, and so the egregore kind of has a connection with that. Um, in the class item, Eris and the drifter go to, uh, Rolk's pyramid uh, in order to try to see if they can commune with it, with the egregore. Uh, it works a little bit, but not really, because it doesn't have that same kind of connection. Like they said previously in, in another mission, um, the pyramids only commune with you if they need something from you. So if they can get something from you, they'll be like, yeah, you know what? It's a give and take here. But if you're only trying to take and you have nothing to give, they don't care. They'll just block you out. Um, and then they end up uh, sharing a meal. I think uh, I think it was some gumbo that he made with some shrimp, quote unquote. Um, she liked it, though. You know, she enjoyed it. Um, and then we also have, which uh, Ryan was alluding to, I think, last week or the week before, the final message that the radio gives you of the season. Uh, and it's Eris sending a message to someone, and she's she's talking. It was, yeah, it was, okay, so it was Jared. Jared, my boy here. Um, talking to someone very kindly. Um, and then she ends her message with, take care, rat. So we know she's talking to Drifter. So again... Drifter's around. He's doing his thing. He's helping her do all her research. Um, we don't know. The only things that we know about the Drifter is that he knew Orin, the current envoy of the Nine, uh, for what trials used to be. Um, and he has Egregore in his ship. That's it. Oh, and Gambit, I guess. But we don't know his reasoning for Gambit either. We don't know why he's making us do it. Uh, we know he has a connection to Shin Malfour, I guess. Um but everything is like just small bits of information. So we also need an ending to the whole uh, trust the drifter or trust the Vanguard. 
whole thing because they said that that'd come back eventually, you know. So um, we'll see if that comes in, see if something happens there. My next speculation is still about Misrax because he came up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, the seasonal ghost, the the one that came, the the, the seasonal ghost that kind of looks like the helmet that we get um, is about Misrax's nightmare. Um, so it's, it's him. He keeps repeating to himself, the light provides, the light provides, and he keeps getting haunted by a nightmare over and over. And he keeps just repeating to himself, the light provides. Um, and the crow tries to talk to him, but he's still trying to escape from this nightmare, um, because he's desperate to leave the past behind and desperate to, to move forward. Um, so he's interacting with nightmares. So the, the pyramid ship sees him as important enough to go after him a little bit. Um, and then in the new trials ghost also, he has a conversation with Saint. He talks to Saint a little bit, says, hey, um, we need you to help us out. And he's trying to help Saint get, you know, get back on his feet and uh, and and get him doing being active and doing something that isn't sitting at a hospital bed. Just sitting by the side of 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 uh, Osiris. Osiris there. He, he wants him to to get up and do something that'll help. And, um, and so he's, he's there for Saint, but, uh, like I said, there's, there's, there's nothing really for Anna Bray this season. So not, there's not really any info there. Um, so no Rasputin stuff. There's not, not really any Saladin stuff. Um, so not really iron Lordy kind of behavior going on right now. Um, just a lot of drifter stuff and some misrack stuff. So it could be, it could be fallen. Um, it could be, more driftery things going on Shin Mao for uh, maybe, but uh, there's not a lot of lore this season that is about future things or is could be about future things. It's mostly about the past. So it's, it's been kind of rough trying to, trying to find stuff mm-hmm. to use as evidence. But I mean, that's, that's what I got. If uh, Jared and Jared and Ryan next week, if they think of anything random throughout the week before next Thursday, uh, they can just let me know and I'll just try to pull lore and evidence for their, their arguments. And, uh, and we'll, you know, try to try to see if we can make something else work and see if we can guess it right again. Yeah. Cause we got it right last time. So let's see if we can do it this time. Yeah. I'm trying to trace down some audio clips from my favorite dungeon. Um, while I just, I was just looking at it. Um, through the prophecy dungeon of uh the the great dialogue between Aeris and Drifter in a warren uh in that in that dungeon that that might just you know just spark some clues of what we've we've missed out along the way. Alright now it's time for the mailbag. And we got five questions here. So first question do you have your seventy two seasonal challenges done? This is where you have to complete 72 and then what do you get 4,000 fight dust out of it? Uh, I think it's 4,000. Yeah. yeah. I think it's four. But to answer that, yes, I did that last week while I was doing uh, all my uh, uh, final, final, what was it? I It's so Solstice. long ago. I can't remember. Solstice, Solstice stuff. stuff. Um, I was finishing off my Solstice guilding and I'm like, look, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to do all my seasonal challenges so that next, the next two weeks, all I have to focus on are I also stacked all my bounties. So I'm like, literally all I have to do left is solo flawless at dungeon, get that out of the way and I'm done for the season. I have all the seasonal challenges done except for 
um, crafting some of the weapons because there's way too many this season to craft. I've crafted maybe six out of the 11. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to get close to the other ones. I'm, I don't care. I've gotten the ones that I like. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. got my challenges done, got my bright dust dipped out. Yeah, I had mine done. Uh, I was really holding off on the the gambit once, and like I waited, you know, past week ten. Usually, that's when you get the last week of seasonal challenges to uh, then and just try to do all the gambit ones and in one sitting, which ended up being like eight or nine gambit uh, challenges done. Except for getting the ornament, I'm just I'm not doing it. I'm not getting two gambit resets. Mm. I might oh never. God, I, I got might, to the end of three. I might never reset gambit again. I was helping a homie get his resets and I was doing my gambit stuff and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I got to three and I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't want to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chad, you bring up crafted weapons. I feel like forbearance is going to be used a lot next season with arc 3.0 yeah. and yeah. and stuff. So I know I, I got mine on a character so I can level it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that kind of leads us into the question too. Any last minute weapons you were chasing to end this season? forbearance just that arc wave grenade is going to be really nice next season i'm assuming it's going to be fun um so that's kind of the only thing i'm really looking for um i already have a couple of arc weapons sitting on my character just chilling so Uh i kind of have what i need a good plug would be nice this week if you know but not necessary yeah i know what you mean um there's a auto rifle that I need to. Yeah, I'm finding the name of it right now. Uh, Sweet Sorrow. It's from mm. Seasons of the Chosen. The Chosen, right? Yeah. Sweet uh, Sorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sweet Sorrow. Yes, that's the one. It's a rapid fire frame arc uh, auto rifle, which uh, I I like that frame for the most part with them. I probably need to craft it. If I'm looking at it now, I probably need. I mean, perpetual motion, triple tap in that third column, then maybe demo or focused fury in, in, in column four for PVE. And land take isn't a bad origin trait where you get after kills, you get a decreased, I mean, you get an increase to damage resist. So um, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm thinking I'm going to do the last, you know, last couple of weeks just to throw that on. You know, do a couple strikes, maybe do a nightfall here or there, but like not the hard one. And just uh, level that up. But uh, I think that's, I'm not chasing it. I'm just leveling up a crafted weapon. That's kind of, you know, the dynamic that we're yeah. at now is less chasing and we're just leveling stuff up. All right. Question three What exotic that you have already for Arc 3.0 uh, that others may not be thinking about? <clears throat> I got, I mean, just for funsies, because yeah. I had it and I forgot about it that I had it because I had a build for it a long time ago, back when Prophecy first dropped um, a severance enclosure. Um, and that's the one where finishers and final blows against powerful targets just create an explosion around you. Um, and I think it's it's like, it's like an arc explosion. Um, so if you run into a mob and finish an enemy, you blow up. And everything else that's around you, red bar just blows up. Um, and there's like a bunch of f- like finisher mods that you can do that create wells and do all kinds of well nonsense. So it's like as long as you do a bunch of arc stuff, you'll just be just be in the fray. 
And I'm hoping that like arc chaining electricity is a big thing for Titans. And I can just run around and electrocute everything with my fists and finish stuff to make more, more things go boom and mm-hmm. then punch other things and then finish something else to make it go boom. And it's crazy too. So the, the explosion damage from a, um, uh, like goes from like a hundred percent of a damage, like modifier to a 268. If you finish like a, like a yellow bar. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's, it's some damage that it can do. Um, wow. But it was, it was a fun build I had. Like it just, I kept finishing stuff, making wells, giving myself over shields and then just mm-hmm. like kept finishing stuff over and over. Like that's all I was doing. For me, it's going to be liar's handshake. And maybe a, a one-two punch shotgun, trench barrel shotgun. You know, um, you know, if you read cross counter, you know, using the arc melee ability or being hit by a melee attack will allow you to follow up with an extremely powerful melee counter punch that will heal you. That will heal you mm-hmm. might be what it takes to make this somewhat viable against like some upper PVE activities. I don't, I do not expect to ever be running. Be running a shotgun build and a grandmaster, unfortunately, unless they ever like give us like shotgun guard to where you just take yeah. increased damage while holding out a shotgun. It's just it's not never going to be viable for the most part. Um, oh, dude, you bet! I'm taking that. I'm creating an arc build with that on my hunter, and I'm taking mm-hmm. that to Keitel in the dungeon, and I'm just <laughs> messing her up. I'm yep. gonna mess her up so bad with the two four punches. It's just gonna be like hit the bell, tractor, bang bang mega punch bang bang it's just oh it's gonna feel so good i'm excited and then obviously i guess the only one out there for hunters is shinobu's vow that like an increases skip grenade but that's been around for a while i don't think that's gonna sneak up on anybody um so i guess chad should we should we tell people about about hunter stuff or something maybe i mean warlock stuff since fox not here uh, um, um, I guess. I mean, everyone's going to be running Crown of Tempest anyway, so. Probably true. Um, I mean, Zer did drop a 70 bomb on it a, well, a little while ago. Getaway Artist um, is really good, though. Yeah, Getaway is going to be fun, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Just to yep. so see what they do with Arc Souls. I mean, look at what they did with Child of the Old Gods on Void. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, Arc already had the Arc Buddy. So... Like stasis got a little stasis turret buddy, uh, solar or mm-hmm. void got that void buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be fun to see what they do with the arc buddy because I know that the arc buddy is a big deal. Like they made an exotic off of it, they made it's like a well, creating a well, a, a rift gives people that run into it an arc buddy. Consuming a grenade creates an arc buddy. Like it's, it's just a thing, it's a thing that's that's cool that it does. Um, so. I, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful on that one that it'll be just something fun, something fun to use. Yeah. Well, maybe something cool if Vesper Radius happens, where some kind of like interaction with an aspect will make it like triple the range and like take down like 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 champions or something. I don't know. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Isn't there also like a mantle of battle harmony? Uh, yeah, you get your super faster. If you use yeah, arc stuff, and, oh well, that's that's just based off of matching a subclass to your weapon type. So that's yep. that's just kind of its own thing. But then once your super is full, you get increased weapon damage for uh, matching the the subclass. So yeah, I mean, if you're running chaos reach, you only use that to really take down a boss. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
just swap over hot swap over the geo mags to uh yeah, just, real to, quick. just yeah. to burn the boss yeah yeah all right all question right, so next four. question go ahead Jack. what is an arc aspect you want for your class um it's 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 kind of hard because so so solar got hammer throw which they already had a little throwing hammer uh void got the shield throw which was new um and then arc kind of added in like the 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 crashing one where you just do the melee straight straight down to the ground um but yeah i think was that called concentration or something mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think of something something cool that's arc arc e um because like if you powered melee to an enemy and kill it having a like a chain arc reaction would be kind of neat but like they're kind of making titan hunter and warlock do their own things within their own subclass um so i've chaining feels like something that a warlock would be doing you know what i mean yeah. yep. um so maybe like just destroying something with a melee increases melee recharge rate mm -hmm. like okay really increases it like as long as you mm -hmm. get a kill um but i don't know man like you got any thoughts on on uh for, for hunters yeah, I want to make sure that Hunter's arc melee ability ha can disorient uh, the enemy. So that's like basically blinding with like just a little bit more yeah, to flash, uh, yeah. a PvP screen. I think it like makes it gray for like a couple seconds there. Or why it's like fading back in from the punch. Probably not a total two seconds. That would be really annoying in PvP. Um, but just to keep that, because I think blinding is going to be a big part of Arc 3 Prono. Yeah, because Arc has that the the flash of light kind of aspect because mm -hmm. the, they have that too. grenade that does that the flashbangs yep. yeah, yep. um, and then they got the lightning grenade so yeah they're all about the 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 flashbang, the lightning and chaining, mm -hmm. um, and then like the arc fields I guess so like oh maybe and like if you arc melee something it creates a a field of electricity oh that'd be the, cool for the titans so kind of a little protection for them mm -hmm. so you can create a safe spot for your buddies yep. if you do a full melee charge into an enemy, kill it. You just create a, like a little arc bubble that just is just damaging to the enemies. Or like cool. instead of making the floor lava, it makes it electric to where like, it just like yeah. it jitters you or something. Yeah. Or maybe a barrier thing like enemies that walk into it, mm -hmm. get, get disoriented. Oh yeah. It's, Cause normally it just does a little damage, but like mm -hmm. if they get disoriented or if they get like, they get shocked and like it does a little double chain, like a little ding ding. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Our last question here. What episode do you hope to have a guest by? Ooh. Uh, I want to go with I the mean, century mark. Century? Ooh. Yeah, I, I, was kinda, I, I, was, I was hoping around there. I don't. I think before there is asking for a lot, mm -hmm. um, seeing as we're already at 73. Um, so I want to say before, before century 20 would be would be nice okay it'd be nice to have um i keep sending love letters to uh dado's p.o box and it hasn't worked i'm sorry um we're not supposed to say yeah um to yeah. to my, my my good buddy that he doesn't know he's my buddy yet um you might want to take those uh, those sites and just bring them down a bit you know i mean uh, dado would be you know i think bungie would have it is have trouble trying to book Dado, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm looking to book his alter ego. One of the ones with the boobs. Oh, elitist Dado. Uh, oh, I'll take yeah, elitist exactly. Dado. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. 
All right, that's it for the pod. We two oh, man. Got it done. Sub 110. All right. All right. I'll take it. Um, Man, thank you all for listening. I'll yeah, go ahead and do I my never, sign off. And then, and then Chad, you yeah, do the final one. Yeah. All right. So um, lots of good weapon changes. Really enjoyed it. And uh, Mercules being back uh, in the TWAB, he was uh, great and just spelled it out in a way that just makes the people understand it. And like he has a good pulse on what's going on in the community. And he can definitely take the hate from the anime profile picture people on Twitter and um, just a great guy to have in there in the TWAB. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I changed my anime profile picture earlier this morning. Um, not a part of that group no more. Uh, but yeah, definitely seeing Mercules in there was really cool. I'm happy to see it. Um, he's a guy that's really good at breaking it down for the community in a way that is easily digestible for pretty much everybody. Um, and that's essentially what I think we try to go for on this pod as well. Uh, we try to make stuff easily understandable for, for everybody. Um, but we also go pretty good in depth for, for everyone that spends a lot of time like we do in the game and just, you know, wants, wants some extra info, wants some extra fun, wants some extra lore and stuff like that. Um, but seeing him in there was really cool. I'm hoping to see a lot more of that in the future, uh, seeing him posting up stuff and maybe having his own posts on stuff like that. Um, but definitely happy to see adding more intrinsics, uh, for exotics, I hope that just batch intrinsic exotics become a thing and, and uh, just, just happy to talk at you, even if we're missing a Mr. Not Ryan Fox. And again, uh, please follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Send us your bungee friend requests. We'll be we'll be on in two weeks. We're going to be on pretty much for like two months straight. So we'll be around. Um, but now is a good time to get into dungeons that you haven't done or, or raids that you need to do and stuff like that. Um, and uh, also, you know, like the video, subscribe, unsubscribe, ring the bell, all that kind of fun nonsense. And uh, we'll check you later. Love you guys.